Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Down the bitch gang. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, drive for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buffy said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Today's floor plan with me, Alex Toledo. You can follow him on Twitter at Tropical Blanket. We are going to go over the Miami Heat's embarrassing start to the last final stretch of the season. They lost in Milwaukee last night, 128-99. It was not a fun game to watch. We did so on Playback TV. Come hang out with us for those watch parties. Um, They are posted to all of our Twitter accounts. It was a lot of fun, but not a lot of fun to watch. Uh, We did not do a a post-game pod, so we are here to talk about that game last night. Before we do, want to shout out one of our great sponsors, one that is particularly plugged in with our post-game shows and post-game podcasts, and that is A, Aggressive Insurance, the insurance broker agency for you. They've been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. They offer auto, homeowners, condo, life insurance, retirement programs, free notary service for all clients. They represent all the leading insurance carriers in South Florida. You have a bad driving record? No problem. No driver is refused. Free phone quotes. Lynette, she's always in our comments. Big Heat fan, 954-581-8800. 
Go to insurancebylynette.com. That's with two N's and two T's in Lynette. Insurancebylynette.com. She's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, A Aggressive Insurance, the insurance agency that works for you, 954-581-8800. All right. So we sat and watched that game. Alex is here with me now. And, uh, and by the end of it, we were like, there is no way we are logging off of playback TV and getting on five on the floor and talking more about what was just absolutely dreadful to watch. Alex, they lost um, 128.99. Giannis left early. They were down 10 at the end of the first. They had shots to get this game. Ultimately, and we'll go through some of the highs and the lows. The thing that I'm starting at is like, damn, dog, are we starting this part of the season nine for 40 from the three point line? If this is going to be the reoccurring theme, I don't know how you crawl yourself out of it. I was able to watch a little bit this morning um, and Milwaukee made a lot of tough shots. They uh, also had, um, you know, guys that just they got contributions from everyone. It was like a haunting thing for heat fans to see Jay Crowder and Myers Leonard on the opposite side against Milwaukee after what happened in the bubble um, coming up big, uh, at least in small ways. And what was a blowout Alex biggest takeaway from the complete blitz that the Miami heat had in Milwaukee, one twenty eight ninety nine. uh, just I'm interested to pick your brain on what kind of jumped out first because I know you've got to rewatch some of that now too. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, right? Because I think in some ways, uh, offensively, we saw more of the same. Defensively, I thought it was a piss-poor effort. And yes, they definitely made tough shots and they got going as a team. And that's just kind of, uh, that was their downfall there after kind of that second, I think it was the second quarter run where they started to open things up and then into the second half. Um, the Bucks just got going as a team. And I think once the Heat were down, that defensive effort started to go lower and lower and decrease as the game went on, which is obviously the exact opposite of what needs to happen if you're going to try to come back. Because I thought the game, like, despite how bad it was going at, at one point after they were already down by a good amount, it was still gettable. Giannis was out by the end of the first quarter. It's absolutely still gettable. We saw what they did to the Bucks without Giannis the last couple of times. And yes, Middleton is back. He came off the bench and he wasn't even like that guy for them last night. So it wasn't, you know, like in the bubble when Giannis was out and Middleton was the one that got him the one win that they got against the Heat. It, it wasn't even that. It was like you said, it was a whole team thing. And I think once, you know, the Bucks got that lead, that defensive effort, to come back was just not there. And we know that the Heat can't do their thing on offense and, and, you know, not get stops and just expect to win. It's just not a formula for them for this roster. It will not work. 100% of the time, it will not work because you need like 23s to fall for that to happen. The Heat can barely get to 10 makes. So not only that, they're lowering the amount of threes that they're taking because they clearly know that they're not very good at them. And it's just such a, I mean, disheartening start to the last stretch of the season, right, where – not only is the offense still, you know, as bad as ever, just in as far as the results, because the quality of looks is still okay or better for most of the looks that they're missing. Once, like, it gets to that point, though, the whole team, like, that morale, you could see it. Like, yeah. they just stopped. It's like they stopped trying. That the, the, the ability to get those stops was not there. It completely went out the window, and that was the biggest thing to me. I, I think offensively, Love missed a lot of wide-open shots. 
you saw a defensive game plan with him, uh, whether it was uh, him with Bam or him in the couple of minutes he got with Cody Zeller, they were kind of showing and recovering a lot. They were bringing him to the level uh, and kind of uh, blitzing a little bit. They're not just putting him in a regular drop. And I think that adjustment to the new defensive game plan uh, with the starting lineup, definitely you felt some of that. I think the the Bucks were getting some of those uh, points just off of the heat, not executing it to a T because you really do have to be on point with those rotations if you're having love come up to the level like that because he is so slow laterally and so everybody else has got to be on point until he can get he can recover back into position and so i think they did a pretty good job like trying to make it happen but again once the bucks got that cushion the effort just went out the window and i thought you know jimmy and bam in the limited time they did get to play 21 25 minutes respectively did their thing it was more of the same as far as the rest of the team not doing enough. I think Caleb had a good game. Cody Zeller actually had a good game. And even Kevin Love, I was, you know, again, I said this on playback. If he doesn't make shots, it doesn't matter. But he showed you, you know, he, he got the eight rebounds. He got the forces. He even got a steal on the block, which obviously you're not going to rely on. But he shows you some of the other things he can provide. But, again, it just doesn't matter if the shots are not falling. They need those relief points. You saw the pick and pop options against the Bucks drop. Sometimes they weren't even passing it there. Yeah. And they didn't even realize that it, that he was open. But you saw theoretically what he can bring. He just got to knock down some shots because this Heat offense, especially like last night when they were not forcing turnovers and they got out-rebounded by double digits, yeah. like it's just a terrible formula because they're getting the Bucks like uh, hit twice as many threes. I know I went into a lot there, but just the formula for last night, the effort, all of it was piss poor. No, but you're so right that – the the Bucks are nineteen of forty six from three. That's forty one percent. You got Drew Holiday with a true shooting percentage of eighty one. Uh, and to your point, Jimmy Butler eighty five true shooting percentage for the night. So he really uh, showed up. But then we go nine of forty from three. And there's there's more to say about that nine of forty because it is some chicken and egg shit where you talk about does it impact the defense? I think it does. It's deflating when you can't make a shot when there's open shots to be missed. Uh, talk of- about it. You're nine of 40 from three. Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, and Victor Oladipo combined to go two of 13, three of 20 overall, but two of 13 from three. Um, Come on. Like, these are your guys that are supposed to be making shots. Depot less so, but I'm just, I'm lumping him in there because you're essentially bringing these guys off the bench to do things to reinforce your top guys. Caleb played well off the bench, to your point. Uh, 17, 5, 67% true shooting. Um, Love and Zeller is, I guess, where I want to go next, but I want to stop and just say that at some point, um, you know, in this three-game losing streak, they're averaging 104 a game. That's four points below their season average of 108, which is last in the league for points per game, just to show you how the offense is sputtering. And at some point, like, you're right, it it becomes less about all this other crap we try to dissect. And just at some point, you just can't shoot this bad and win. And that's just it. It, it is not 1995 where the games are going to be 82 to 84 and you grind out a game where you shoot 37% from the field. You don't win those games today. And so to your point, we we need to see differently. Luckily, Charlotte should bring less of a defensive hurdle than Milwaukee, but we said that recently and they went into Charlotte and lost. Uh, let's talk about Kevin Love and Cody Zeller. Let's let's stay here for at least a few minutes. Kevin Love, um, 
Heat fans are going to freak out because scoreless. Myers Leonard and Jay Crowder outscored him for Milwaukee. <laughs> That's just insult to injury stuff happening there. Cody Zeller came up big off the bench. He was one bright spot off the bench, I thought. Um, and then obviously you already referenced Kevin Love's rebounding. And, and, and we saw some of the actions that they can get into that should lead to success. I caution everyone that when you integrate new players, you tend to lose games. You tend to have some slippage in areas until everybody feels good about themselves and where they're supposed to be, et cetera. That's longstanding that that happens. But unfortunately, the Heat are not in position to lose and drop games with 22 left now. And they're currently sitting seven. New York is uh, a game and a half up. Um, and now Brooklyn is two and a half up, I believe. Two in the loss column, but two and a half up. For the next, for the six seed, um, or excuse me, for the five seed, so you can't drop these games, Alex, and they don't have the time for the them to integrate this front court additions and lose games in the process because they're trying to make everybody comfortable and find roles. What were your thoughts on? Let's just first talk Kevin Love specifically. Um, what are you looking for tonight against Charlotte to him do to do differently? Because for me, it's as simple as you got to make shots. Everything else was fine. Am I being? Am I simplifying that too much? Thoughts on Kevin Love, and then transition to Cody Zeller also. So, like I said, I think you know some of the other stuff showed itself. The pick and pop stuff was there. Um, I mentioned on playback we didn't really get to see an opportunity of him taking advantage of a small guy because the Bucks don't do a whole lot of switching. I think if he does start again tonight, and I think that's going to be interesting to see because the Hornets are so small, so it's not quite the same. Uh, I think uh, ease you have of putting Kevin Love into the starting lineup against the Bucks, where they could easily slot him onto Brook Lopez and have Bam guard Giannis. I, I, I want to see if he starts again tonight. That's first. And secondly, if he does start, I want to see how sharp they are defensively behind him because that's the key to all of this. you got to be able to cover up for him defensively. And it's one thing to say on paper, they've got a lot of great defenders. But like you said, this stuff takes time. Like they've, they've run so many different things all season. Uh, defensive coverages but if you're like and, and they've showed and recovered with Tyler but now you're doing it with a big man and there's a certain like you got to keep love on the big man right and while he is showing and recovering the guys who are like temporarily switching onto the big like last night it was Brooke Lopez it, it's a small guy so it, it, you know Bam was on Giannis so it, it's these little things that I'm interested to see because if a team takes advantage in that small window of time, right. that's where kind of the opening is. And, you know, they can easily just feed the big man. If Bam is not there in the paint waiting, if it, you know, yeah, that there, there's something that I think other teams can pick at, especially if you also have Tyler Hero in the lineup, which is the problem with starting the both of them, right? Which is why in my head, I thought they were going to continue to start Caleb and why I said on the pod before, that they were that especially after the way that they talked at practice, it seemed like they were going to continue to start Caleb. Yeah, no, we were so wrong about that. We did a whole pod about Kevin Love not starting, and then he started, which is just hilarious. Anyway, I don't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. No, it's funny though. Um, I I think like they've leaned so much into the defensive game plan of trying to force turnovers, and that being so much of the way that they create easy baskets for themselves, and not only that but generate more attempts, right? Because a lot of times you think a team gets off a lot more shots and it's because of second chance points. Like the Heat, are, that's not really their strength. What they do it off of defense and forcing turnovers and being really, really good at that. 
So it is fair to question if Kevin Love in the starting lineup is a sustainable thing. I'm not against trying it out, though, because it's just tough to try to force that game plan when you have Hero and Love that Jimmy Bam and insert fifth player here, probably Gabe Vincent, are trying to cover up for. Like It seems like a whole lot to do. And like before, you were trying to cover up for the lack of size and with love in the starting lineup along with Tyler, it's like yeah, now you're trying to come up issues. lack of speed, lack of lateral agility. So that's the, you know, that's the pros and cons that comes with a buyout player. And that's why love had been phased out of the rotation in Cleveland, other than the injury stuff was the, the defensive concern. So you got to see some of that last night. Um, you really can't have him switched onto guards uh, who can do stuff with the ball. So it's you got to be very specific and precise with the way that you're rotating. It can't just be, oh, you know, everybody rotate onto the next guy because then you're there's right. disadvantages. And it's just very hard to try to learn that stuff right away. I think that it, it'll get better with time. And, of course, he's not going to, you know, hopefully he'll make a, a couple threes before the season ends. Yeah. But, but seriously, I thought everything else was pretty good. He's a smart player. And I think they'll be able to find more openings in the offense. But they need to be a defense first team. And therein lies the issue. You're right. And so Kevin Love, all four of his shots came from deep, and he made none of them. So just to uh, to level set there, uh, there's a degree of this where, um, yes, to some degree, when you shoot 9 of 40 from three and you're not getting as many field goal attempts as the opposing team, like, yes, there are offensive issues. And when you're not shooting well, it's not going to work. But to Alex's point, there's also defensive stuff. And if you're going to start loving Hero, um, you better score. You better score efficiently. Or even if you don't score efficiently, your ass better score. And you're like, that, that's what you're leaning into with that lineup. And if that's not working for you, then you're going to really get leaky on um, defense. Y'all thought a ad for water cleanup was coming right there with the leaky, didn't you? I gotcha. No. Um, instead, I do want to shout out one of our great sponsors, and that is ODM Performance Solutions. They can assist you in helping find a job, which that's super important these days. They work with notable banks, law firms, even supermarkets nationwide. If you're in Dade, Broward, or Boca, and you're looking for one of the following positions in any of those industries, please reach out to George or Josh at 954-434-0634, or you can email at info at odmpsi.com. That's a CNI lender, CNI credit, business development officer, branch manager, those are all the types of positions. But again, I'm going to name these different industries, notable banks, law firms, supermarkets. If you're looking for a job and you need help, ODM Performance Solutions, go to odmpsi.com, 954-434-0634. That's George or Josh at 954-434-0634 or email info at odmpsi.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, 
Wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible T-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cody Zeller looked all right. Uh, and, and so that is something that um, I hope that we'll continue to see. He looked similar to like Dwayne Dedman and that he had a lot of energy. And um, it was a game that uh i felt like that's one of the positives we're going to draw from this for me it was caleb continuing to play well despite the fact he was essentially demoted maybe temporarily and then cody zeller played well uh let's just spend a couple seconds here talking about tonight's game so they move on to charlotte it's the second night of a back-to-back typically guys like kyle guys like jimmy have not played on second nights of back-to-backs. I know Kyle's out. Jimmy should be available. My feeling is you get your ass kicked in Milwaukee. Jimmy plays 21 minutes. Bam, not much more. There's no reason anyone should sit tonight, right, Alex? We're we're, we're in agreement there? Yeah, pretty much. Like, you just came off an extended break. Jimmy and Bam, like I mentioned earlier, only played 21 and 25 minutes each. And Jimmy was the one who got the, the fewer minutes there, just to be specific. And yeah, like again, they're in the seventh seed and are even further away from being back to where they want to be, which is a five and six, because the Knicks also won last night. So I believe they're a game and a half behind the Knicks now. You're right. So yeah, yeah. everybody should play and they got to win this game because after that is when the, the playoff opponents start to come. Yeah. So hopefully because it's Charlotte and Charlotte uh, has incentive to lose as much as possible right now. But I caution people on that because Charlotte, uh, they're on the second night of a back-to-back as well. They went into Minnesota and won 121-113 last night. Uh, So just looking at kind of the the bright spots there, LaMelo Ball had 32, 10, and 8 assists. Gordon Hayward, 27 and 13 rebounds. P.J. Washington, 20 and 8. Uh, P.J. Washington had a huge game against us. Terry Rozier, who killed Miami last time, had nine points and five assists last night. They all played in upwards of 30 minutes um, in uh, what was a relatively close game in Minnesota. So they're traveling on the second night of a back-to-back. I'm giving you all this color commentary, Heat fans, 
because there is no mother bleeping reason to lose tonight. Shooting, defense, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to hear nothing about that crap. You are playing one of the worst teams in the league. You come out with some discipline, with defensive principles, because Greg Sylvander's in the damn building, and you get that damn victory. Alex, you got the guts to say that he pulled this one out today? Yeah, I do, actually. I think they pull it out. I think last night was so embarrassing and actually such a bad loss. Obviously, the Bucks are a very good team, but again, Giannis was out in the first quarter. The defense was piss poor, and that's what really stood out compared to the rest of the bad losses this season where they kind of did it against teams that they're supposed to beat. I mean, they usually get up for those games. Yeah. And to I think to get embarrassed like that, setting the tone first game of this final stretch, like I think they're going to they're going to be focused tonight and I don't think they pull a sequel of the last Hornets game where I believe they got out rebounded and got out hustled by one of the worst and softest teams in the league and I Maybe I shouldn't say softest because that kind of implies a lot, but I mean relative to other basketball teams, right? I'm just gonna say that the, the Hornets no, are they're just, soft. It's all right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll say it. Because I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to talk about the in, their individual guys being soft or anything like that. But as a team, they're a soft team. Like they're not good at defense. They don't rebound. And yeah. you, if you're just, I think if they play to the bare minimum level of effort and defense, they'll probably win out the game. Like I don't, I don't think they need much to beat the Hornets if their effort is on point. And I, I really think that's what it comes down to. The other thing, while you were talking there, as far as the Hornets being on the second night of a back-to-back, just like the Heat, and after winning last night, do they need this loss more than the Heat need this win? Right, exactly. They got, the, like, I'm going to be walking around there, and the fans are going to be, like, on some Victor Wembayana watch, and they're going to be wanting to lose. Charlotte's the only team in the league, one of the only teams in the league. There's another one, uh, but I don't have it in front of me, that shoots worse from the three-point line than Miami. They're 29th in the league as the Heat is 28th. And also, uh, the Heat is 19th in the league in three-point shots made this season. Uh, Charlotte is 21st. So (laughs) this could not be a pretty game, but we shall see. I will have you uh, covered um, for tonight's game on the road in Charlotte. Look out for a five on the floor post game show, uh, excuse me, post game podcast with Alex and Brady. No playback TV tonight. Uh, we are not going to be doing a post game show on the YouTube channel, but we will have the podcast posted to the YouTube channel as well. And then we will be back for coverage all throughout the next week. So thank you for joining us. This will get you ready for tonight's game. And hopefully, Miami shows up. A lot better against Charlotte than they did against Milwaukee, but um, we shall see. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. The good news is Cody Zeller and Kevin Love were a minus nine and a minus five in a 29-point loss. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.